are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Yellowfy.com launched in 2017. They broke a million in revenue the first year. Today, doing 50 million in revenue across 75 customers. That's up from 25 million back in 2020. 50% of the revenue is SaaS, 50% is consulting. He sold his first company for all cash, is what I foresee to Accenture for call it somewhere between 50 and 100 million bucks. Now on round two here as he looks to continue to scale. He's raised about 30 million bucks total. Last round was a Series A of 15 million in 2019 and a 79 million post money valuation. Hey folks, my guest today is Fabio Nalucci. He's been an entrepreneur investor and founded a company called Jellify in 2017, which helps support corporate innovation. Specifically, it's an innovation platform helping corporates uh, innovate through B2B SaaS products. Before Jellify, he sold I4C Analytics to Accenture, becoming sales global lead for analytics software. In 2020, he launched FNDX Ventures, a VC advisory company with 500 million AOM, including its investment vehicle. Fabio, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, thank you. All right. So real quick, what did you learn selling I4C analytics to Accenture? Uh, it was 2014, actually, in the US. Uh, it was a very exciting experience. I learned so much from, from that experience in the past. And uh, uh, it was the starting point of my investment career because it was very, let's say, liquid after that deal. So mm, That's great. What was the sale price on that deal? Oh, it's, it's still uh, undisclosed because, as you can imagine, they are listed. Uh, but I, I can say that was more on the 100 million figure than uh, on the 50 million figures, just to uh, give you the ballpark. So between 50 and 100 million, closer to 100 million, was a bunch of that stock or was it mostly cash for you? No, uh, uh, exclusively cash, because as you can imagine, they are listed, so they don't do equity swap uh, in any case. Then they give you some shares, but uh, after you stay and uh, and it's a sort of bonus uh, when you stay. And Fabio, was I4C bootstrapped or had you raised capital? No, actually, it was uh, the former way of doing an, uh, no ventures, uh, because I started uh, like in 20 in 2007 and so no uh, capital raised uh, and completely bootstrapped so i was uh, let's say the main shareholder wow that's very cool we have to get you to come speak at one of our events and tell us that story we love a bootstrapper you know exiting that's great let's fast forward mm-hmm. now into jellify what is jellify doing and is it a pure play SaaS company yeah, no it is not completely pure SaaS company because actually what we do is supporting uh clients large corporate mainly uh, in doing corporate innovation, and uh, uh, we have an internal platform, which is basically the typical SaaS platform. But at the same time, we do some uh, bunch of services. Uh, we are going to close fifty million this year in revenues. That Five zero means, million. Uh, yes, exactly. And, and what was revenue uh, last year? Uh, was roughly twenty five. Okay, and uh, how much of the twenty five was SaaS versus consulting? Uh, you can say roughly 50% is uh, is something uh, reasonable. As a, so 12.5 million was SaaS, 12.5 consulting. 
Yeah, exactly. And, interesting. And, and so, yeah. And so, uh, I mean, uh, this is something uh, very interesting for uh, because it's already uh, a, a platform uh, for innovation, which is uh, uh, already acting in uh, three different geos, uh, Italy, Spain, and, uh, and Middle East. Uh, I, I choose that that areas because and that geos because uh, honestly I think uh, that uh, teaching how to do innovation in US and UK is too aggressive, and so I decided to stay in niche market, uh, uh, but anyway very rewarding in terms of uh, potential market share. Uh, so that was the choice, and uh, we are now planning to uh, um, open up in uh, uh, new geos in Europe. Uh, and uh, and then maybe in the future US as well. So Fabio, on just the SaaS side, what's the average company paying for your software? Oh, consider that um, it really depends on on the vertical market because uh, uh, we uh, are uh, much more aggressive in pricing for uh, uh, banks. Uh, just to make an, uh, an example, uh, and uh, and large corp uh, in the sector. Uh, while we are less aggressive when it comes to, uh, let's so say, Fabio, energy, what's the average? Utility. If I if I forced you into an average, what would you say? Hundred grand a year, ten uh, grand a year? It's, it's more in a hundred k a year. And how many customers today are you working with? Uh, it's uh, uh, roughly uh, you can count uh, uh, twenty five uh, large corp clients, which are the, my preferred one uh then uh, we have uh, roughly 50 in sme small medium enterprises it means uh from 500 million to 2 billion in revenues uh and honestly in in these clients uh, the size of uh, our platform is actually uh, less that's not pricing i mean so Fabio, if you did $25 million in revenue last year across about 75 customers, that means the average customer paid something around $330,000 uh, for the year. Is that about right? Yeah, correct. On average, obviously, you have some spike uh, and you have yeah. some uh, outlier. In the, uh, in What's the largest customer pay you per year? Any million-dollar customers? Uh, we we have uh, a bank, a large bank, for which we have uh, a roughly $3 million a year contract multi-year. Uh, so just to make an example, this is, is what I define as Pike or, or an outlier of our clients. Yeah, th this is great. I mean, obviously, you can't build a $100 million revenue business without a couple that pay you more than a million per year. Did they start off at $3 million a year or did you expand them? And if so, teach us how you drove the expansion. Uh, it, it's a typical letter expand. And uh, and when we enter, it was more like uh, 500K. But then in uh, three years time, we were able to grow that business uh, till... Uh, these three million uh, multi-year uh, for the next three years, uh, but what we are doing is actually uh, having enablement of of internal users uh, to expand to a to a different level. Even because one of our strategy on platform is having some let's say a plugin uh, from our startup portfolio because we also invest in startups uh, that are useful to create uh, more traction into our platform. So what we can have uh, is what we define meta platform so uh, our proprietary platform with plugins coming from uh, different enabling technologies of our startups mm -hmm. very cool now how many folks are full-time at the company today uh roughly 300 300 how many are engineers <laughs> uh, 85 percent 
Oh, wow. Okay. So maybe like 230 or so are engineers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we have then uh, small corporate functions, some marketing, as you can imagine, uh, uh, administration stuff, and, and a bunch of sales guys, but m- most of the sales are driven by our, let's say, ne- the network of our managing partners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I guess, walk me through the sales reps. How many of them carry a quota? Uh, we have uh, uh, what we ca- we call a uh, client success tribe, uh, uh, that is composed by 16 people nowadays. Okay, interesting. And I guess funding history, you bootstrapped I4C before you sold to Accenture. Are you bootstrapping Jellify or have you raised? No, I raised uh, till now 30 million. Okay, take me to the last in, round. What year was it? Uh, 15. In 2015? No, no. Was, uh, no sorry, I said the 15 was the money raised as the last round. That was in 2019. 2019, you raised $15 million. Would you consider that your Series A? Uh, probably I consider the, the Series A. Yeah. Yes. Now we have some, because we are profitable, which is uh, very important nowadays, because as, as you can imagine, in the last 12 months, uh, the, the words of uh, VC changed completely. And uh, we have some P's uh, fund. Uh, let's say asking to enter in the company with much much bigger round because mm-hmm. there is a lot of interest for uh, profitable companies. Mm-hmm. Now in 2019, when you did that round, most folks in our Series A's are selling 10% of the company. Were you also selling about 10% of the business? Uh, it was slightly more than 10%. Okay, uh, but but yes, I think uh, is reasonable. So something like a hundred million dollar post money valuation. Maybe you sold fifteen percent. Uh, slight, slightly, slightly less. Okay. So it was in uh, eightish, uh, seventy nine to be Seven, to be seventy nine. <laughs> exactly. That's 79. post money. Uh, this was the pre money. Pre money. Okay, cool. That's very good. So call it ninety nine post. That's great. Um, any money raised before that or no? Yes, yes. The, we raised another 15. So the total raise was 30 uh, in a three a previous round. And this was the last one at 15. And when so before 2019, when did you raise the yeah. other 15 million? 2017, the first, let's say, seed round that was actually for uh, for uh, starting the company because I have a, uh, let's say, a very good network of people saying, okay, if you start something else, uh, we give you the money directly. And then another one in 2018, uh, in the second half, and then in the second half of 2019. So again, in, 20, in, 2018, because it was COVID. in 2018, how much did you raise in that round? 10. So okay, we did and five, five before. 10, and 15. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was exactly. looking for. You made me work really hard for that. that. That's what I was looking for. So five million seed round, 15 million, or maybe five million pre-seed, 10 million seed, 15 million series A, 30 million total raise to date. Yeah, Many people correct. are going to go, wait, why did he give up a bunch of the company? He's already rich. Doesn't he want to keep equity? Why didn't he just fund it with his own money? I think it's pretty common nowadays. I, I see a lot of, uh, let's say, rich people anyway raising money from others. I think that is part of, of the reason is having uh, some uh, partners that are uh, good enough to have an influence uh, in, the, in the story. Just to make an example, in the last round, uh, a, a very big bank uh, entered into the company. And, and so, uh, and that helps, uh, uh, per, for example, closing 
that that contract with the the bank I was mentioning before. So um, I I rather prefer to have some partners in the in the journey uh, that helps in uh, in growing the company. So that's great. Two other revenue benchmarks. Two other revenue benchmarks I want to grab from you before we wrap up. When did you cross ten million in revenue? What year? Uh, it was uh, two years after the launch of the company, after the starting of the company in uh, so late uh, 2019. 2019, 10 no, We started the company in uh, November, in November 2017. And so late 2019 was, was around 10 million. That's great. And when did you That's pass? That's before COVID. Yeah. When did you pass a million in revenue? Do you remember? Oh, the first year. Okay. Wow. So very for first year. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and that was just a big, a big customer or people you'd already worked with. No, I already work with. I mean, it's not the thing you do when you are, uh, let's say, a twenty-three years uh, you know, founders. I mean, uh, I'm at forty-seven, so it was easy because I have a lot of clients uh, trust me, and so it was. The first meeting was like uh, asking for, uh, "Okay, guys, we start something new. Please sign here." Yeah, yeah, that's great. Not, not a big deal, honestly. Stop you on that. No, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Ah, uh, uh, the book of Nike, the story of Nike. Shoe dog is a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, I, I think uh, that actually, I, I don't want to be, let's say, very easy in the, in the, but Elon Musk is something I really follow and study uh, for many different reasons. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Sorry, you said? Uh, your favorite online tool. Oh, this is a very good one. Um, I've never thought about that, honestly. Uh, and um, I, I don't know. Uh, what did you use some, this morning? Some, uh, this morning, I actually used my car because I was racing in a Misano circuit. So it <laughs> no, Fabio, an online tool that you used, Figma, <laughs> Google Calendar, G Suite, uh, HubSpot. No, honestly, it's... Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, mainly email. So uh, I do 95% of my time using uh, Outlook. I mean, it's, it's, All right. it's, I'm not a tool fan. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, I, I, I typically sleep uh, seven hours. I That's... go to, to bed at 10, at 10 p.m. and I wake up at five. And situation, married, single, kids? <laughs> you can imagine. Edging. I have uh, I have a, a, a wonderful wife uh, and one daughter. One so daughter. This is the reason why I go to sleep very. Yeah. Very, and you said you're 47 early. years mm -hmm. old, right? Yes. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, uh, uh, I think uh, uh, having better idea on how the VC works. Guys, there we have it. Jellify.com launched in 2017. They broke a million in revenue the first year. Today, doing 50 million in revenue across 75 customers. That's up from 25 million back in 2020. 50% of the revenue is SaaS, 50% is consulting. He sold his first company for all cash, is what I foresee to Accenture for call it somewhere between 50 and 100 million bucks. Now on round two here, as he looks to continue to scale, he's raised about 30 million bucks total. Last round was a Series A of 15 million in 2019 and a 79 million post money valuation. Fabio, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much.